It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Now we're turning to Johnson & Johnson, which is defending itself in more than 5,000 suits across the U.S., which blame its iconic baby powder products for causing women to develop ovarian cancer. And Bloomberg News has exclusively learned about some unsealed memos and other documents in the case. Joining us is Bloomberg News legal reporter Jeff Feely. Jeff, tell us what you have discovered. Uh in connection with some of the existing cases in state court in St. Louis, there were documents unsealed uh, earlier this month that showed uh, that Johnson & Johnson knew, stretching back to the 1970s, that there were trace amounts of asbestos in the talc used in its baby powder and other talcum powder products. The company has uh, consistently maintained and maintained to this day that there's no asbestos in its baby powder or talc products and never has been and never will be. Um, this could be a problem for J&J going forward. This opens up a whole new avenue of uh, cases tied to the, to the talc claims. Well, so, Jeff, what, what exactly is it we're going to see happen in court now with these documents coming out? Well, the plaintiff's lawyers are going to take these documents, and they're going to you know, have to get the judge to sign off on using them as evidence, but they're going to show, they're going to use them as evidence to basically impeach Johnson & Johnson when they come up and say, our baby powder is safe and asbestos-free. Uh, they're going to pull out these documents that are going to say, uh, you know, well, didn't you guys know back in the 1970s that there were your people, internal documents, your own people were talking about trace amounts of asbestos in the talcum powder used um, in your baby powder, and I might point out that some of that talcum powder comes from mines that J&J uh, owned, not just uh, got, you know, used as vendors. They owned the mines where the um, you know, testing on the talc was turning up traces of asbestos. Jeff, so they're going to use that in hopes of, you know, in hopes of convincing the jury that this, you know, the talcum powder is uh, an unreasonably uh, dangerous product and that J&J knew so and continued to sell it. Jeff, I have about 30 seconds left. How has J&J been doing in the, in the trial so far? Uh, they have lost five out of six trials, and the damage amounts are increasing. The last one in California generated a $417 million verdict against Johnson & Johnson. Well, thanks for joining us on Bloomberg Law with this uh, exclusive report about the J&J case. That's Jeff Feely. He is a Bloomberg News legal reporter. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more 
at cutter economic forum.com.